that's where we are. Cafe, anyways. Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley 10 and the show called Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2590. It's been lots of shows. And if you like Pliny, the Elder, that is a beer. It was National Beer Day a couple days ago. And if I'm not clear, I guess I'm not speaking clearly if I'm not clear. Mike's Daily Podcast. But that's all right because I did not have any beer on National Beer Day. And I think Mike's maybe Daily That's why Podcast. I don't have. Yeah. Any uh, issues right now with my stomach or anything? Because when I do, it doesn't sit very well. Sometimes it's I know I know it's delicious, or to some people it is. But yes, it's just a, it's a hit and miss thing with me. But you know, beer's gonna be around long after we're all gone. It's a thing that uh, I believe it had something to do with. Bread at some point, and bread is going to be around forever. And bread has all of these definitely biblical references, especially we're talking this time of year. Uh, take uh, this bread, it's my body, that whole thing. Yes, so it's very important. Bread in many cultures, in many societies, and heck. You can't make a sandwich without bread. Oh, but Mike, I use lettuce, and that's how I. No, what? What? No, really, that's you're you're making a salad. You're not making a sandwich. But good for you. You want to eat bread that's got the good the grains and all of that. Don't go for just this purely processed stuff. But if that's what you like, well, this is what doctors tell me all the time. You want to get the stuff with all the grains, the whole grains and whatnot. And here's today's. Here at Cafe Anyway, we got lots of bread. And the podcast picture is of bread. No, it's not. It's not of the band Bread either. Because they had that wonderful song. That's how much I feel for you, baby. No, wait, that's not them, is it? That's how much. That's how. Oh, the late great Basil the Boxer. David Gates, that's right. He was in that band. He's gone now. The late, great David Gates. He sang in that song. He also put out a couple country albums as well. And let's see. Their top songs were The uh, Summer Breeze, Makes You Feel Fun, The Guitar Man, Make It With You, I Would Have Everything I Own. If Wow Baby I'ma Want You Goodbye Girl I'm not talking about moving in I'm not saying to waste my time Wait that might not be them either <laughs> Okay What song was I singing? It might have been Ambrosia That's probably what it was I always got those two bands mixed up from the 70s That's how much Yes I think that's how How much I feel Right Big, You're the biggest part of me And you're the only woman 
Yeah. Uh, you're the one I always dreamed of. I've known it from the start. You took my friends. That's the last I've seen of my heart. Thank you for indulging me here in Mike's Daily Podcast where we sing songs. In fact, later on, we're going to have the wonderful segment called The Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud, where we're going to hear some new songs, five new songs. Well, tiny little clips. I'm going to play as much as I can before YouTube dings me. So, that is coming up. But you might be saying, Mike, I got laid off. I'm not happy. Uh oh. Well, layoffs are nearly five-fold so far. Yes, five times as many layoffs as last year. And of course, tech companies leading the way. Did it all start off with Facebook? Then there was the Amazon gave away a bunch of people, got rid of a bunch of people. Not the Amazon down in South America, but the, 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 the company. The Jeff Bezos guy. What's the story I've been seeing with What's going on with my voice Zoinks Scoobs Jeff Bezos had a story about him today That pertained to uh, Construction of his Beverly Hills Mega Mansion Stalled following an attempt To expand His His property Okay And his rumored 500 million dollar yacht Has finally made its Maiden voyage Didn't they have to remove a Yeah cause it's 417 feet Sailing yacht I think they had to Take down a bridge in order to Get it out But yes The net worth of his mega mansion Has dropped by 57 billion dollars And his net worth Oh his net worth overall dropped by 57 billion last year Yikes Tough to be a billionaire isn't it So that bit of news Also Job cuts have soared To 270,416 So far in 2023 An increase of 396% From the same period a year ago McDonald's had to do layoffs Disney There's uh, a bunch of tech companies Bed Bath & Beyond has proposed A reverse stock split As it struggles to avoid bankruptcy I had stock in a radio company That did that That was annoying Also It was National Burrito Day last week Did you celebrate? I used to eat burritos way too much But burritos are really the most fascinating food ever Next to the sandwich Of course But yes, you can put so many wonderful things in a burrito And it doesn't have to be just beans Refried beans Rice It could be stuff Let your mind go wild You could put vegetables in there Sauteed Grilled You know what I'm saying With the words coming out of this mouth here At Cafe Anyway Everybody here is having burritos It's a burrito fest Ha 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 And there might be some beer I mean root beer Possibly Is that who we're seeing a little later on? I forget He definitely stopped by Cafe Anyway A little earlier this week And lovely lady friend was here So Car loan interest rates Have soared 
Imagine a monthly car payment that rivals a mortgage. No, thank you. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valleyton, the last place on earth. Anyway, the average annual percentage or APR, that's what you hear all the time. APR, something APR. Get a car now. APR is this. Well, the annual percentage Average annual percentage rate on a new financed vehicle in the first three months has climbed to 7%. It was 4.4%, I guess a year ago. The average monthly payment for a new car rose to $730 in the first quarter, which ended uh, just about, what, two weeks ago, less than two weeks ago. A year earlier, it was $656 a year. So it went up uh, almost $40. Nearly 17... Per- oh, I can't do math. Sorry. <laughs> it went from 656 to 730 So yes, about $70, $80 or so. If I can round up and down whichever way I'd like. Nearly 17% of car buyers who financed a new vehicle agreed to a whopping monthly payment of $1,000 or more. 17% of car buyers decided to go that route. That is an all-time high. Paying $1,000. That's like alimony. The average down payment... Why would you know that, Mike? The average down payment increased to almost $7,000. It was about $1,000 less a year ago. The average price for a car is... Now, this may not be true for all cars, but the average for a brand new car, the average price is $48,763. Up 5% from a year earlier. So we're getting close to that $50,000 range for the average car price for a brand new car. 36% of auto loans taken were for a 72-month term. Six years, roughly. And for six years, they have to pay a monthly payment of $730. That is what's going on in the car world. It always fascinates me. Because like, uh, wasn't it a year ago there was a car shortage and I don't know if that anything's improved. People couldn't buy used cars. There wasn't enough used cars. Flowers are starting to bloom in the springtime. Uh, wedding season is soon going to be near us. Cover bands are getting booked. The 2022 national average cost for a wedding was $30,000. That was in 2022. The average cost, $30,000. 27% of Americans will go to a wedding in 2023. The average U.S. wedding guest will spend $611. So if you're invited to a wedding, you are required to spend about $611. Yes, this is uh, this is compiled by Rob Black, 
He does a money podcast called Rob Black and Your Money. I produce it, and there is uh, an interesting fact he came up with. He found out. He did research on and found. The average wedding guest... So, uh, we'll spend $611. Generation Z expects to spend $1,191 to $1,200. What? And that is per... Wow. Okay. I guess they're spending... And they... Younger people generally get more frequent invites... So, oh, I see. They're spending for multiple weddings. The total includes the gift, getting to the event. I see. It's not all in the gift. And the accompanying clothing, hair, and makeup services. Like maybe you're going to buy a new suit or a new dress or you want your hair done perfectly or that makeup. It all costs. 60% of wedding attendees have financial concerns. About watching their friends tie the knot. 18% say they will go into credit card debt in order to be able to attend. Wow. All for <laughs> all for all for love. All to be married. And people are spending that much. That makes me fascinated because it makes me interested. It makes me a little sad because I know a lot of marriages will end in divorce. And all that money is just being, it's just being spent on a really expensive party. That will be memories that people will never forget. I, I still remember, there's a guy I know named Colin. And I have not talked to him in years. But I went to his wedding back when I was talking to him. And we were still keeping in touch. He invited me to his wedding. His wedding was in Washington, D.C., I flew out there. I had a fantastic time with my then wife. We made a week of it uh, after the wedding. She and I stayed in Washington, D.C. near the White House. Uh, had a wonderful time. Did Visited the Smithsonian, a couple Smithsonians, and, and went into uh, the, the Library of Congress. Oh, it, it was a wonderful trip. But... It's like it's. It was expensive. It was a yeah, because I spent well over six hundred and eleven dollars, the average now. So, here are some things you can do. You can send your regrets gracefully. You can can you can consider declining out of town ceremonies. Uh, you. If it's out of town, that's going to cost you a lot. Maybe it's not worth it. Really evaluate your friendship with that person. And if that destination wedding is worth going to. Good etiquette dictates that you send a gift, however. That said, uh, the budget, the same amount for a gift. Budget the same amount for a gift as if you were attending. Is apparently the rules behind that Outside a cafe anyway Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Look who is here Oh my goodness These are showing too hard to get there. Why am I not married yet? That's a very interesting question That you're asking me Shelly I don't know I, I, You have a Interesting 
personal life, I'm guessing. Uh, you have all these snow globes. Mike Matthews, perhaps I'm dating the snow globe person that makes the snow globe for me, Mike Matthews. How come sometimes you have the lisp and other times you don't when you say words like snow globe? I don't know, Mike Matthews. Maybe you should stop asking questions. You're making me feel uncomfortable. I'm sorry, Shelly. I'll leave it alone. Look who else is here. But I hope you find love. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman! And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. Wow, all those topics were really fascinating. Thank you for sharing. <clears throat> yes. This is also fascinating. My mom, my late mom, she had a good friend named Winky who used to send her funny emails. And when she passed, Winky started sending me the emails. And this one she sent today. And she didn't write this, I don't think, but she got this from somebody. Musing on how we really helicopter parent our kids these days. We really go above and beyond to make sure not a single thing hurts them, touches them, whatever. Causes them any discomfort. This person writes, my mom used to cut chicken, chop eggs, and spread mayo on the same cutting board with the same knife and no bleach. Does that make you cringe to hear that? But we didn't seem to get food poisoning, this person says. Also, they say, my mom used to defrost hamburger on the counter, and I used to eat it raw sometimes. Our school sandwiches were wrapped in wax paper in a brown paper bag. They were not in ice pack coolers. But I can't remember getting E. coli. And they say, no school bus. We walked six blocks without mom. We walked without crossing guards, without wheelie school bags, without so much as a scratch. Weekends found us all roller skating to the corner candy store, where for 10 cents we shared the latest Archie and Veronica comic book. Now, nowadays, we would need adult supervision, knowledge of cell phone emergency capabilities, and a lecture about stranger danger and on using 911. Like if you get offended, that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Almost all of us would have rather gone swimming in the lake instead of a pristine pool. Talk about boring. No beach closures then. The term cell phone would have conjured up a phone in a jail cell. Interesting. Cell phone. Back when we were kids. Yeah. What? I don't want to use a phone in a jail cell. And a pager, a pager, well, that was the school PA system, but I don't think anybody really uses pagers anymore. They go on and on about, oh, this, when I was old, we didn't do this and that. But anyway, those first couple ones were pretty interesting to me. This is interesting. Wow, this is interesting. There is an interesting campaign that I have heard from... Let's see, I got this from the African American Tobacco Control Leadership Council. As the country marks National Minority Health Month in the month of April, health advocates are urging the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, to take historic action 
to protect the health of black Americans and other vulnerable populations by finalizing a proposed ban on menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. For decades, the tobacco industry has targeted black Americans, other minority groups, and kids with marketing for these deadly and addictive products. The FDA issued draft regulations to ban menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars uh, a year ago, and it is expected to issue the final regulations later this year. The African American Tobacco Control Leadership and the Association of Black Women Physicians are using this moment to call out Big Tobacco's pervasive and racist targeting of black and other communities and focus on the importance of reducing racial health disparities. The benefits of a ban on menthol cigarettes are enormous. According to the FDA, research indicates a menthol ban would save up to 654,000 lives within 40 years, including as many as 238 black Americans. And a recent report by the Council on Foreign Relations found a ban would eliminate disparities in lung cancer death rates between black Americans and other racial groups within five years. Lung cancer is the leading cause of cancer deaths in, black, in the black community. Lung cancer. The science supporting a menthol ban is also clear. Here's why. Menthol cools and numbs the throat and masks the harshness of tobacco smoke, making it easier for kids to start smoking. Menthol also makes cigarettes more addictive and harder to quit. The science supporting a menthol ban is that that's the science. Now, I don't know what science they're pulling from with that, but that is in this. And also because of big tobacco's predatory marketing, 85% of black smokers, 50% of Hispanic smokers, and 47% of Asian American smokers use menthol cigarettes compared to 29% of white smokers. Wow. Whole lot more. A 2021 study found that menthol cigarettes were responsible for 10.1 million additional smokers and 300 78,000 premature deaths in the U.S. This was from the year 1980 to 2018. A staggering 41% of those premature deaths were among black Americans. 157,000 in total. Largely because of menthol cigarettes, black Americans die at a higher rate from tobacco-related diseases like cancer, heart disease, and stroke. So that is their goal is to ban those type of cigarettes. But I hate all cigarettes because, well, I blame that for my mom's death. She smoked practically her entire life. There was no way of convincing her to stop. But it led to health issues that led to her passing. So, but... Never mind all that. Well, I mean, do mind all that. Do mind do mind it. Put some mind to it. Mind as you go. But now it's time to mind some amazing music. Some creative types. They email me, these folks. They, they email me fun new songs. And I like to pass them along to you here in the segment called The Mike Matthews New Tunes Feud. Here we go. They're going to... 
Fight it out Alright For your liking And it all depends on you Calling me Or emailing me Which song you like best The way to call me is 510-228-4640 510-228-4640 And if I said that entirely too fast Well you can either Press the rewind button or whatever the the, the, the the arrow going backwards Rewind 10 seconds Or whatever it says Or You can go to the website Mike'sDailyPodcast.com That is where the podcast picture is And also where I've got the phone number And other ways to reach me And I'm at Mike'sDailyPodcast At gmail.com So Jason Kent Sent me A song Hi Mike From the first chord That's banged out Like a jackhammer On the piano This tune demands attention May I just say This is not them writing This is me talking That I really enjoy The Professor of Rock I don't watch all of his videos On YouTube But he is a fun YouTuber And usually when you say YouTuber in a sentence It's going to eventually have something Like someone died Or killed themselves Or got killed Or some horrible thing Because YouTubers don't have it so easy Even though they make a lot of money But and if YouTube decides to deplatform them, they're in they're in dire straits because suddenly they've lost their income. They get fired basically by YouTube. But this particular YouTuber I like, and he was talking about how in the '80s, songs like "Take on Me" by Aha were done in such a way that you don't hear today. Even though you could say that the weekend with his song "Blinded by the Light." Uh, wait, it's called Lights, isn't it? Ah, I should know this one. Well, we'll just go with it. It has something, it has something to do with lights. Anyway, Cafe Anyway, that song has a long intro, and Aha's Take On Me has a long intro, and like there are parts to the intro, it's about 30 seconds worth, where it's building and there's little nuances and little... Instrumentation that happens here, there, and it builds. And a lot of songs today that come out have no intro whatsoever. They don't want to build anything. It's just like, let's get to the meat. Let's get to this, to the, to the lyrics right away. But it takes about 30 seconds until you hear the lead singer of Aha saying the talking away part. And it builds. And that's what you can look at a lot of 80s songs that are similar. Always Something There to Remind Me by Naked Eyes, a lot of Madonna stuff, and Papa Don't Preach. She's got that big string section at the beginning. And Vogue had, had an interesting uh, intro. Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Dun, dun. Okay, I could go on But let's go I thought that was a fascinating point That he brought He he often compares music from the 80s to now And he's an old guy like me But he always also Apparently when he was a kid He's younger than me When he was a kid in the 80s He bought a lot of cassettes Which I also find fascinating How did that medium just go completely Disappeared into thin air Because those dang cassettes Did not last The way they said they were going to last And they easily would get Crumpled up and wrapped up And would snap and cause all kinds of problems And Or start to play slow Or too fast Ugh 
And CDs came along and they were gone, cassettes. But he always has a story about, oh, I was waiting to buy Take On Me, uh, the, the, the album by AHA, Hunting High and Low, and I'm waiting and I didn't have the, enough money and my dad ended up paying for it for me and he said, you can do some chores. And that was a really great moment and, and a precious memory I have of my late father, he said. Or he talked about one time buying um, Tell Me What's On Your Mind, that Information Society song. And he was trying to buy the single and somebody bought it ahead of him and got the last one. And the guy said to him, uh, hey, how, can I buy that off of you? And the, and the kid that had just bought it said, sure, give me your money. So he gave him the money and the, this kid ran off with the YouTuber's money and the cassette. So he uh, was like without money and without the cassette. And his dad said, oh, I'll pay for it. Um, I'll pay for one for you and you just do some chores for me. So it's interesting to hear these stories and about how some parents were really cool and actually bought their kids CDs and cassettes. And my mom bought me Mike and the Mechanics first album that had uh, the song, Can You Hear Me? And All I Need Is a Miracle. And Take It In, Take It In. She bought that for me. And it was, the, it was the coolest thing. It was like one of the first CDs I ever got. So I'll never forget that. But this song is called Fake Those Blues. And it, this, the writer of this, Jason Kent, says the song appeared out of thin air and was literally written and recorded in two days. A song about flirting with madness whilst remaining calm. It could be straight out of the 1970s. One can almost picture Harry Nilsson and John Lennon Snorting lines off the console, cranking the master fader and singing along at the top of their lungs. Yes, Harry and John, they did some crazy stuff in the studios. They, in fact, John had told Harry, basically, I, they must have been high on all kinds of stuff. And John kept pushing Harry to strain his voice to the point that Harry actually permanently damaged his voice in the studio and it was he was his voice was never the same I found that out in that Harry Nilsson documentary but hopefully Jason Kent does not do that and would be smarter with his vocal cords but here's a little bit of his song Fake Those Blues okay alright let's okay. go alright I could totally hear Harry Nelson in that bit and Beatles. Oh, harmonies. Shoot, I got to stop it there before I get dinged. Okay, so that is Jason Kent. Now, another singer that has emailed me is someone named Graham Johnson. The new quirky... Oh, quickly the the new quickly quickly EP. I wonder why they say quickly quickly. Finds Portland, Oregon's Graham Johnson back in his home studio, engrossed in 1960s. So we had 70s influence in the song before. This is 60s psychedelic soul music. 
imagining some bygone era where it was all about the drum sounds and tape decay. He calls it easy listening. The songs are short and inviting, modest yet loaded with ideas. Okay, and this particular song is called, oh, it is called Quickly Quickly. Or is that the name of the band? This is all very confusing. Okay, it is. It's The band is called Quickly Quickly. And this is a little bit of a song called Satellite. All right, that's Quickly Quickly. A little bit of their song. This other one here is called Mr. Rabbit, song number three, Mr. Rabbit, and uh, Hi Mike, Mr. Rabbit writes, inspired by legends like Paul Westerberg, Wilco, and Constantine's, so that's more 80s, 90s, 2000s, as well as up-and-comers like Phoebe Bridges, Bridgers, Ed Rustin Kelly, our band Mr. Rabbit, is relatively new, though our members have the combined experience as seniors in the industry. We create music with a sonic palette that is both familiar and refreshing. Okay, this is a song from them that is called End of History of history illusion Mr. Rabbit and now we go to let's see it is the okay I have two more for you this one is by Mute Duo the project of pedal steel guitarist Sam Wagster and drummer Skyler Rowe Trust Lanes um, their third album, Migrant Flocks, April 15th. Uh, April 14th is when this comes out. Wagster shared the following track statement. This came out of an organ drum machine loop that I made to play over live in the studio version. We processed all the sequenced elements through effects and through reamping, giving them a more saturated, heavier tone. Okay. All right, well, that was not really written, written in a very easy way to read it. But here you go. Trust Lanes is the name of the song from Mute Duo. All right. Mute Duo there. And finally... Song number five is from Your X and I. (laughs) Your X and I. Hi, Mike. What if you found out your girlfriend has been secretly dating her ex for two years? No. The song Heartbreaker by Design exposes the true story behind our singer's discovery of an ex's double life. From deleted emails to made-up receipts for so-called business trips. How would you look the other way to stay happy? 
Okay, this is called Heartbreaker by Design. Oh, there's a bad word coming up. Okay, that's your ex and I. Well, which song did you like best? Let me know. I'm not going to tell you all of them. All right, I will tell you all of them really quick. Uh, Jason Kent, Quickly Quickly, uh, Mr. Rabbit, Mute Duo, or your ex and I. Let me know which song you like best. Please don't hold back. Just let me know. It's so easy to do. You can either email 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 me, Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com or call 510-228-4640 and leave a message on the Cafe Anyway line. 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, it's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.